there, everybody. This is Eric and... The other Eric. And we're back with another episode of The Modern Entrepreneur. Hello, everybody. Yeah, and this time, this week, we're back with a, another very special guest. His name is Mr. Rodriguez. Um, you know, he goes by Dario. And uh, we're going to just ask him a few questions. And uh, let's please introduce yourself. Well, good afternoon, everyone. My name is... Uh, Dario Rodriguez, I am a teacher here at the Philip J. Patino School of Entrepreneurship. I've been teaching for eight years. Previous to this, I was uh, an executive uh, manager for a couple of uh, large companies. And so uh, this is my second career, but um, I did major in business economics and I have invested and I've done, I've done the things I've needed to do to be uh, successful in life. Yeah, yeah. Can you tell us a bit more about your background, like in terms of like, I know you just explained a little bit about that, but like uh, more or less like where you went to school? Well, I initially started my uh, education at Modesto Junior College where I finished my first two years. Um, as we all know, college has been, is the prices of, of uh, attending a university and going to college have been, you know, pretty outrageous. So I did save myself some money and from there, I decided to transfer to UC Santa Barbara, where I uh, did a double major. I majored in business economics, and the other one was geography. So, um, And then soon after that, I, I got picked up by Target as an executive team lead, and then moved over to Amazon, where I worked in operations for, for, for a couple of years. And then I transferred over into the, to the educational realm, where <laughs> I've been for the oh. last eight years. Okay. Now, when you were first in college, or you were first looking into uh, buying your home, like your first home, um, what did like the prices look like back then? Well, you know, you're talking many years ago, and so the prices of the homes, um, you know, this is before, you know, the bubble, right? That we we we, yeah. know, we all hear about back in the, you know, 2007 2008 realm. Um, and what ends up happening is, is you know, one of the things as as a as a as a buyer that you know you have to be aware of is obviously the price of the home, the interest, yeah. right, that you're going to be paying, and overall longevity, right. Um, you have to understand the concept of of knowing what you're going to be paying at the end of the day. It's the out the door price of the house that you're going to buy, um, and that's something that as a as a consumer. You know, during that time period, it was it was something that I always said it was important for me to understand. And before making any type of decision, I had to be informed, right? So, um, as a you know, as a future buyer, you know, you want to go out there and see what is it that I can truly afford, right? Um, and understanding that you have your your income and how much of that income on a monthly basis do you want to use towards your home, right? Um, so that's a, another thing that you got to take into consideration is what can you afford? Because um, that's at the end of the day, you don't want to be at a point where you're you're living just to pay off your mortgage payment. Um, yeah. You want to make sure that you can use additional money to be able to make more money. Um, a home is an investment. Um, that's one of the things that you'll understand is is that it's not an unlimited. There's not an unlimited amount of land in the world, right? It's all limited. And people are buying yeah. it up. And so what's going to happen eventually, right, is people are going to compete and the price of your home is going to, want, it's going to go up, right? Because more people are wanting your home. There's a demand for it. 
and so your your the value of your property will go up. So that's a key concept that you as the a future buyer you have to have that in your mind that that's the 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 possibility that you will appreciate uh, your your home will appreciate and you will become um, wealthy in through that through that revenue. Well, do you, when you first like bought your home, uh, when was it? When you first bought your home? Uh, it was way back in the mid two thousands. Um, do you think the prices of like homes and uh, rent run not? Do you think it's increased over the years? Oh, it definitely has increased. We we know that um, there was a slight you know bubble and that bubble burst bursted right and yeah. uh, or popped and you know people who were buying homes who shouldn't have been buying homes um, uh, and essentially caused that right they couldn't afford anymore. There was all these variable loans out there, yeah. and so what's happened is is obviously there was a fall. Um, and now since that moment, there has been an increase, right? So yes, the homes have appreciated. Things have changed over the last, I would say 15 years. So appreciated. Yes, I would say that. And the prices have gone up. So, yeah. Yeah. Now I know that we've been talking a lot about home ownership. Um, now for some of our listeners, uh, can you please like, um, Tell us about how some of our listeners can achieve financial stability, like with housing. Like, what's the better option, renting or buying? Oh, definitely. It's going to be buying. Um, You know, when you own a piece of property, um, the the appreciation that 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 takes when it appreciates, obviously, it's money in your in your pocket. Granted, yeah, I'm going to tell you that everybody tells you, well, it is the one of the best investments you can make and i always tend to question that um because i i don't yes you have your appreciation but the issue that i have is you're going to always be living in that home right you're living in that home and so the appreciation is coming through through time right and because there's this market for it but um it's not something that you can really say i need to pull um that i can really like gain additional money in my pocket. Does that make sense? Yeah. Um, it's not until you sell it that, that that's when it becomes part of your pocket. But if you don't have a plan B or that additional home, then what ends up happening is is that that's your primary home. It's only going to bring more money through the appreciation of the value of the home, right? right. And so that's yeah. that. what a lot of people have to understand is like your fir- first home is really it is an investment it it adds um, value right to your overall you know portfolio but at the end of the day it's not something that you're going to be able to just really liquidate right off the bat because then where are you going to move to right now if you have a second piece of property then that second piece of property needs to you know that is where you'll start to make money right because you'll have your mortgage payment and then you'll be able to rent it out, hopefully for more than what your mortgage payment is, right? So yeah. that's where then you start to see wealth begin to accrue. Um, now, you could use the value of your home to possibly take out money, you know, to be able to, you know, to to use it for the purchase of your next home. Yeah, like a remortgage, right? Yeah. So, and so what ends up happening, a lot of people do that is they'll pull out, 
so they can get that additional 20% that they need. Because remember, there's different types of loans. When you buy a home, yeah. um, there's different types of loans on there. And a lot of people, when you're buying your first home, you're a first-time home buyer, right? And there's those loans. Um, it's about, I think, 3.5% of the value of the property is what you have to have it to be able to put down on the home. But once you purchase that second home, normally you're looking at 20% of the value of the property. So if it's half a million, you need to have 100000 And if you don't have that 100000 because you haven't saved it, then you may end up having to, to remove it from the value of your home, right? right. Um, and so that's where, where you have to think about, you know, is that beneficial to me? So, um, yes, wealth can come from homes. Um, and the best thing to do is to buy your own home because it is an asset that you can liquidate, but just as long as you have that plan B, um, and you can get some more money off of it. Right. Um, and so that's what people have to understand. It's, it's now, if you can buy your second residence and make money off of it, you have two variables there, right? They're going to help you. It's the appreciation of the home and you being able to rent it out. So now you have two additional income um, sources, right? You have now three streams of income, right? You working because majority of people work. Now you have your rental and then you have the appreciation of the value of the home. Guess what? Now you have three technically. And yeah, you could even say your own personal home and what you're reciting home is another source of income, but it's not something you can liquidate right off the bat. So that's the, what you need to understand. Yeah. Cause I find buying a house more better than like renting one because when you buy a house, I mean, you own it. That, yeah. That's your property. Yeah. But when it comes to rent, you have to worry about like, um, like uh, rent and, and whatnot. Yeah. And not only that, but you have less saying on what to do with the house, right? Upgrades, you know, and you're held liable to that home, right? Yeah. Um, and so those things could be an out-of-pocket expense that you don't want to have. Yeah, there's, uh, some, there's some liabilities, but I believe that there's also some, some benefits to renting. Yeah. Like for the fact that, you know, some, or most, rather, most uh, landlords have a policy in place. So if something breaks, you know, you pay 50 bucks and then they pay the rest yeah. and, you know, handyman comes in and they fix stuff. Yep. You know, I think that's one of the benefits among others. Um, but we are running short on time so we're going to ask you the last three questions okay go ahead starting with what are your top three recommended investments to our listeners and you know they can be digital they can be physical i would say that uh that you probably at the onset of 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 your overall you know professional career to invest money into like a 401k or even like a Roth IRA, um, something very basic like that where, you know, um, granted you get to determine the overall risk that you want to take because there is some flexibility with a lot of the the brokers out there that, you know, are selling it to you. Um, So that's something that you definitely want to look at. The second thing is definitely buying a piece of property. Uh, would be the second thing that I would highly recommend doing um, because it will appreciate. Um, and so that's a, a key part. And then uh, I think the third part is investing in yourself. Yeah. Um, picking up the skills to make you uh, unique, 
that are going to give you a competitive advantage out there. I mean, I think it's too often we think about tangible things, right? What are the things that we're surrounding ourselves with? But um, as a, a student and as a working professional, you have to pick up those skills and give yourself a, a um, competitive advantage out there so then you can make that additional money. You will have a niche. Um, I think that's a key part of it. So getting a good education and going out there and looking for these professions that are going to be give you give you really an opportunity to to improve yeah. and and obviously make more money because yeah. through more skills, you know, it, human capital is key. Like, <laughs> so that, um, those are going to be the three. Definitely um, investing young, you know, in a Roth IRA or a four hundred one k, like something similar to that. Um, a lot of your employers now, you know, they'll offer a four hundred one k, which is your pension plan. And then they'll they'll top it, they'll match it if it's three point five percent, five percent, seven percent, you know, ten percent. Then if you put that in, they'll match it. So now you're investing twenty yeah. percent, and that's a key. That's a key part, right? Because you're getting yeah. money for free. Um, and then you know when you buy a piece of property through appreciation, you're making money there. And then when you invest in yourself, right, and you pick up the skills, you're able to to really um, be marketable. And be go out there and do something unique and and uh, you know charge a lot of money sometimes for those skills that you develop. Yeah, I mean what you just said about like investing in yourself kind of reminds me of the uh, the saying, "It's a uh, mind over matter." Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. So uh, the second question we have is, um, what is your top three business books? Uh, books that you recommend to our listeners? Uh, you know what I, I it's, I'm big on mindset like what's out there, what is going to give me a, um, an advantage over, um, <clears throat> driven by Daniel Pink is one of my favorite books, um, because it's about intrinsically motivating not only yourself, but those around you, right. To want to be better. Um, yeah. and so that's a key part. Um, the second one that I, I, um, I'm big on is, and this is for personal growth. It, it, I'm big on personal growth. I, I know that there's the financial part of it, right? But um, it, it's called uh, Leader by Warren Bennis. And it really kind of goes over, you know, what does it take to be successful and to have people around you uh, really follow you in your mission and vision as a person, right? And so those would be two books that, I mean, there's the seven um, – uh, Habits of Highly Effective People, that, that one's a good book too. But there's a lot of good books out there that, you know, um, it, it, there's even The Purpose Driven Life. I mean, it, there's so many books out there that you could get, but I would recommend that, you know, when you're you're talking about accruing wealth, it's a mindset in regards to um, how you approach it. You got to be resilient, number one. You have to have a growth mindset. Willing to understand that in business it is a risk, and you have to know that you got to be resilient. And there will be times in which you will falter, but then there will be times you will be highly successful. But as long as you have that mindset that you're going to continue to to do well, you will do well. Yeah. And All for right. the final question, mm-hmm. what are your top three business quotes? Oh, right off the bat. Um, Speed is life was one that I, I followed as as a youngster and I 
can't tell you exactly who um, wrote that specific quote, but um, I feel that you have to have a sense of urgency when it comes around wealth. Time is money. Um, is another thing that I kind of motto that I kind of live by. If you're not doing anything, um, then figure out something that's going to bring you wealth. And not only wealth, but bring you overall happiness. Um, and uh, so, I don't know, They, I can't give you directly off the, the right now, but I can tell you those two would be definitely two that I... I Time is money and uh, speed is life. Yeah, those are too. those are pretty good quotes. Yeah, no, so, I agree. Yeah. So you want to be, you know, you want to be a very, how can I put it to you, to the, you want to have a sense of urgency towards your life and the way in which you do things. If if you don't, time will just pass by and you know you'll have these wasted opportunities and you don't want to be that person because um, it could have been this or it could have been that. I say that about like even me selling my Amazon stocks, right? Yeah. Like at the moment, you know. Um, but even at that, I I still think about, you know, it still did bring me. I was able to turn that money into more money, even though it, it's not at the fast pace that it did when I had them, or where I would have been now, right? So, but it's still. Yeah. Alright, thank you guys. Yeah, thank you so much for uh, being on the show, Mr. Rodriguez. We appreciate it. Oh, no worries. Keep on doing the good work, kids. <laughs> <laughs> thank thank you. you so much. Alright, bye.